welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist for a time of building and expanding the kingdom of God within you. We are educating and equipping individuals around the world to build and expand in their dreams, goals, visions, purpose, and destiny through biblical principles and application. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shane Zorn, your kingdom strategist, here to release strategies and revelations to unlock the kingdom within you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Yes, I am building strategies so that you may birth and expand into Whatever it is that God has placed inside of you, your dreams, your goals, your desires, your destiny, I am absolutely excited about that um, dynamic people of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So welcome, 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 welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Shred. I'm so thankful that you are back with us on today and i'm telling you god has an absolutely amazing show for us so be empowered and be encouraged amen we have a dynamic dynamic woman of god in the studio with us today and she's going to deal with a topic that every business owner need to know about and need to deal with. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to be talking about in this episode how bookkeeping and taxes meet. Amen. So if you know any entrepreneurs, get them to the broadcast right now. Go ahead and share it on your social media platforms so that those that you know can get in on this powerful conversation so that you can equip your entrepreneur community. Amen. So I just encourage you. So go ahead and and put it on your social media platform. Go ahead and text and email it to someone what I what I love about it this is a global platform so anyone can get connected to it around the world so go ahead and share this broadcast for us on today so that um, you 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 can be the vehicle that empower and educate entrepreneurs within your personal community amen in the name of jesus and so we appreciate god for you for you and for you being that person that empower others so that they too can build their empire amen so we have ronda hall who is the ceo of OCD Financials with us today in the studio. But before we get into this broadcast, we definitely have to go to a word of prayer. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Oh, gracious Lord, we thank you for coming in this place and saturating this atmosphere, taking over the networks. Father, we decrease so that you may increase. We thank you that this broadcast will be an outpouring unto your people so that they can be enlightened and awakening in their spirit, oh God, to do what it is that you call for for them to do in the marketplace, oh God, and, and put our financial um, things in order and in place, oh God, in the majestic name of Jesus as they continue to grow. And what it is that you've called for for them to do, giving them some foundational structure, oh God, in their business, some rules of thumb, oh God, so that, oh God, that things will not become overwhelming or too taxing. And what it is that you've called for for them to do, we thank you, oh God, in the majestic name of Jesus for blessing every business owner, every entrepreneur that is under the sound of our voice. And we thank you for taking control in this broadcast and having your absolute way and so that your people can can be empowered so that your people will be enlightened in your very word on today so that they can, um, Lord God, even, uh, Father God, become more enlightened in the business industry, Lord, especially when it comes to finances in the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, how we give you glory. We thank you, oh God, even for our guests on today and that you would just um, anoint her afresh, anew, oh God, and we thank you for business growth and expansion, oh God. We thank you for favor being found even, oh God, in her business that she come and outpouring to the people, oh God, to bless them on today that you want to bless her business, her family, oh God, a hundredfold in the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, how we give you glory and we give you praise and it is in the name of Jesus that we have prayed amen amen and amen to God be the glory thank you Jesus hallelujah glory 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 be unto the Lord so now I get the opportunity to introduce this dynamic guest that we have on tonight and I do want to go ahead and thank you guys for sharing this broadcast on your social media platforms tonight we have the CEO and financial lifestyle strategist of OCD Financials, with the, the na- with the name of her company, Divinely Inspired. Her principles in her business and personal life mirror the meaning of the acronym Obedience, Character, Discipline. She believes they are key principles to having the ultimate financial success with the passion for numbers and a special neck to save and manage money. She has a deep-seated love and desire to help people experience a better lifestyle financially. She finds joy in educating others on how to handle their personal and business finances, leading them into worry and stress-free possibilities. She shares smart principles and the key tools needed to make money management easier and more comprehensible. At OCD Financials, this powerful woman of God uses a strategic approach through transformative thinking to help her clients understand the role they play in achieving financial peace and prosperity. Through detailed processes and the articulation of her field of work, she is able to 
educate her clients and bring understanding and comfort around the topics of taxes, bookkeeping, and holistic finances. With 20 years of combined experience in tax preparation and bookkeeping, heart, passion, and extreme detail can be found in everything that she does. I want to introduce to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist family, none other than Miss Rhonda Hall, the CEO and financial lifestyle strategist of OCD Financials. Glory to God. Welcome, <laughs> <Hello>. Rhonda. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good evening to everyone. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Awesome. It is such an honor and a privilege to have you um, with us on tonight, Miss um, Hall. And so, I want to, um, I want you, Amen. Or I want to jump out the gate with you, and, and I, I, I absolutely love the name. But if you just, you want to um, first just give us any anything else that we may have missed in your bio um, about yourself or the company. Um, we want we're to start there, and then I, I definitely want to jump into the behind the name, the what sparked the name <laughs> itself. I'm very interested in that on tonight. <laughs> Right, right. A lot of people chuckle when they when they see the name, and of course, there is an explanation uh, behind it. Um, I will just say that um, uh, part of uh, starting my business and doing this particular line of work uh, just came from a true passion uh, for what I do, and so um, um, I'd often heard um, the saying that when you are um, looking for your purpose, trying to find your purpose, uh, where you find your passion at, that's where you'll find your purpose. And so when I gave time to finding out what my passion was and what it was I love to do, and as they say, what was it, what is it that you would do uh, without getting paid for? Um, I had found that I had already been doing taxes for people and not getting paid for it because it was just fun to me and I enjoyed it. And so where I found my passion in numbers and data, that is what led me to my purpose um, in, uh, in helping others with their finances in their personal lives and in their business lives. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And, and that's just great because everybody can't do numbers or everybody don't take the time to be patient. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> to do numbers, you know, to, to really, really yeah. um, do numbers. And so, and and it's just a, a wonderful thing that hey, you can find your lane, you can find that place, um, that niche or that area that is missing, you know, in someone else's life, and fill in the gap, you know, um, That's for right. them, That's right. um, so that they can look excellent, right, in those areas, making them look good, and they're, you know, fighting right. their financial um, endeavors and their financial component of what it is that they're called to do. And so I just absolutely love it. So so let's talk, let's talk about this name for a moment. I just I just okay. absolutely <laughs> yes, <ma 'am. laughs> yes. So the so so the name the name of the business um, it truly is um, um, was divinely given to me in searching for the name of what my uh, business would be. That was not the the original name, um, but that actually came to me. 
uh, one day. Um, and so I say people chuckle, obviously, because when you think of OCD, mm-hmm. you do think of obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> um, but, um, but, but there is some truth in the name um, in that I had an experience um, in my life in the last five years where I was actually diagnosed with that. Um, and so I am very much so the name, although the OCD does not stand for that. Um, it stands for, you know, like just like in my bio, um, the principles of being obedient, having character, and being disciplined with your money. And so the two just fit right in, and I couldn't believe how um, mm-hmm. how I came up with those three words for the OCD around finances. But at the same time, I was experiencing that that was actually a personality um, dis- uh, trait of mine is that that is how I am naturally. So I actually learned to adapt and to accept it um, and to appreciate it. And so that is that is the type of uh, worker, that's the type of employee, uh, that's the type of boss, CEO I am. And so my clients that come to me, they know that they're going to get very detailed, very critiqued, um, very, uh, very good work um, to, the, to the penny, I like to say. And mm-hmm. so in addition to loving to educate. And so, you know, sometimes I have to tell my clients, hey, if this is too much info, you let me know. But I am that detailed in every area. And so I've just learned to embrace that quality about myself of being OCD. Amen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> that, that is just absolutely phenomenal, and I absolutely love it. You know, they always say, look, the dollars in the details. Amen. So, That's right. <laughs> right. So you need somebody who can go into the details, right? who could, you know, really go into the details and that would dig in into the details. And and I, like you said, and, and down to the very sense, amen, where you find it all down right. to the very sense. Right. And who doesn't mind doing it? Right, who has a passion for it. And yeah. so you know because they have a passion for it that it's going to be taken care of. You ain't going to have to worry about, you know, anything missing or something lacking or, you know, That's are right. you going to get in, um, you're going to get in trouble, you know, legally because some things was missed or some things was overlooked. Amen. Like I said, said the That's dollars right. in the details. And so many times because we miss details, it calls us coins, right? That is right. <laughs> it that is right. So, I just, I, I absolutely love it, absolutely love it. So let me ask you this question. Where did your, where did you realize, or you first come, in, come into the place of realizing that, you know, this was your passion, that, you know, financial money management was your passion? Um, I would have to say it's been uh, over the course of my entire adult life. I can remember doing my own first taxes at 18 years old. Um, I, um, um, I began to love it then, um, and then would offer to do others taxes. I just enjoyed it. I've literally enjoyed it. I love the, the troubleshooting, uh, the math. Uh, I've always been a math fanatic. Um, um, my, uh, my degree is in computer programming. And so, um, and so that's what I, I've always dealt with numbers, data, computers, spreadsheets. Um, and then since, you know, being on my own um, since the age of 20, I can remember even then having a budget sheet at home, writing my bills down every single month, enjoying 
paying my bills and keeping track of what I paid for and writing these immaculate lists of how much each thing was and adding it up and writing it down and just being extremely meticulous with everything about finances that I've ever done. Um, Keeping track of a credit report uh, since my early 20s, the same report I still have stashed away now. Um, and just being extremely, like I said, meticulous about anything financial and then understanding about credit cards, you know, all my life and that sort of thing. And so it's always just come natural and been a, a string of events that has, you know, just led me to this point. And so, um, um, so before I started my business, I did work in corporate America for 18 years. And so I was in a managerial role you know, using data all the time and numbers and that sort of thing. And I would volunteer to do taxes during tax season. And so uh, so my job would actually let me go in and, and volunteer at the um, the volunteer income tax uh, areas for, for like low-income uh, individuals and that sort of thing. And so I just got to a point where I said taxes and finances is what I want to do all the time, and that's what brought me to here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's just great. You know, I just learned something about you that we have in common. I just love it. You know, even when I was reading your bio and, you know, and I said the lifestyle strategies, because everybody knows the strategies, I just absolutely love, you know, the strategies, just bringing forth strategies. So, but now I see the connection and I can understand the connection because my background is computer programming. Database specialist. Oh wow! <laughs> so, That's cool. That's so I cool. can I understand <laughs> the analytical mind. <laughs> so, that is right. There you go. There you go. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> right. The analytical <laughs> mind putting procedures in together, pre-programming yes. things. Man, that's all yes. right. <laughs> Extremely methodical. Everything is done in a methodical order. Right. And at the end of the day, it's either right. Or it's wrong. It either works or it doesn't. And if right. it doesn't work, you're going to keep on working at it until it does. <laughs> until, right. Until it right. We're going to get this program together. <laughs> That's right. right. So That's right. Life, so I love it. So now I, it, it, it comes together, the financial lifestyle strategies. I mean, it, it just really come, <laughs> it, it just really brings it all together and is now understand that, that, that analytical um, component where you're consistently analyzing business personal and professional, you know, lifestyles, you know, in the financial component. That is right. Bringing all the pieces together to make it all work. So I, I absolutely love it. I absolutely, absolutely love it. I'm excited about that. When I heard I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So amen. <laughs> so it, it all definitely comes together. I definitely, definitely love that. So, and I know that you've been in the business, you've been in the industry for so uh, over 20 years, and, and, and we just, you know, we heard your passion you know, since you was, you know, younger and, and just the different things that are taking you through different steps to get here. So what would you would, what would be your advice to anyone who is um, that in business or who may just have a passion, you know, for finance and may have not discovered or have a passion, a passion for finances? And and they're maybe looking to step out, you know, in the industry, step out on their own. What will be something um, that you could tell them to encourage them that you know that it that it could possibly be more than what they could ever imagine or dream about? For sure. Um, the first thing that I would definitely say uh, to anyone 
um, in that in that arena is to plan, um, to plan accordingly. It took a lot of planning uh, to get here. Um, it took a lot of writing those details. And one of the things that um, that I even uh, expressed uh, in my budgeting classes uh, that I teach, I tell the people that uh, budgeting is not in your head. Budgeting is writing your finances down so you can see it. And I use the scripture and I let them know that the Lord says, write the vision, make it plain. When you have a vision, it is not just in your head. If you have a vision for owning your own business and starting, whether it be in finances, whatever field you desire, make sure that you start by planning and writing that vision down on paper, making it plain so that you can walk it out and you can see where you need to start. You can see what you need to do. And then you can also see what you've accomplished and when you have accomplished that goal. But the key is planning and having a vision and writing that vision out. So you know I love it because that's, that's that organization, right? That's that, uh, that, that discipline, having a discipline characteristic. And so in here on the Build Your Empire at the Kingdom Strategy, we know, look, that, uh, there are three main main components or three um, exceptional components where that vision should be seen. One, in our mind. Two, on the piece of paper that she's talking about. Right. And then, amen, is that piece of paper as we look at that vision every day and do something toward it each and every day in that plan. Amen. Then number Work three, it. you can see the manifestation of it. Amen. That's right. Faith without works is dead. Right. So you got to have that, that strategic plan in front of you that you are walking out each and every day, working it out. And so, and that's the, and that's the way, and not, not only those in finances as well, that's anybody that have any, any mm-hmm. vision that you may have, you make sure that you put it on paper and you come up when you have that plan of action that you put into play, that you put into practice. You know, if it's just in your mind, it's only a daydream. It's only a daydream. You've got to bring it from a place of being a daydream to a reality where it is put on paper and you begin to move in in that in which is in your heart, right? Amen. And, you know, I tell you guys all the time, look, all through my house, wherever I go, when I, when I go to my refrigerator, I have a magnet. My vision right there on the yep. magnet there. It's up on my wall in my living room. I got a banner right in my office, a banner in my living room wall that consistently remind me, keep my vision before me. And, and we you know, we deal with vision maps and all those other type of things as well that we just keep before us to remind us because we need it on paper as well for even those times when we don't feel like it. You know, when we, when we get in those yep. places where things are cloudy, that that written document bring us back to a place of focus, a place place That's of focus because right. we need right. it. Because sometimes our our images in our mind can get clouded due to the things that we encounter daily, right? And so, um, and it can blur our vision, our mental vision. Right, um, and so yep. that's why we need that document to bring things back into places of clarity and in perspective. So I just, I, I absolutely, absolutely love it. So, um, also, Miss Hall, let me ask you this: Is it any anyone that you know may just have this heart and this passion? You know, I know my son; he's looking to be a um, a 
account of a tax accounting is is what he desired. Okay. To do. And that's so, a great deal. <laughs> he, he desired to do. All my boys are very mathematically inclined, um, you know, and so um, that's 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 one of the areas that he wants to go in. And so with that, and anybody that wants to go in a financial area, what type of educational background would you say would be required, or some things that they would they would probably need to do education wise to help them build on what it, on the skill sets that they already have. Um, well, for sure, uh, definitely I would, I would, you know, you need math background. Um, and then, um, and then, uh, you know, if you want to go into financing, depend upon, you know, what area, you know, of course there's accounting. So there's your, there's your main ones right there, but you can see that then my path didn't necessarily come through accounting to get here. Um, you know, you can see, you can see that, you know, your, your particular characteristics of what you enjoy doing can still fit in this area. Mm -hmm. You know, even if that is a computer programming, because that is still troubleshooting, that's still numbers, that's Mm -hmm. still, you know, like I said, right or wrong, that's getting to the bottom of a, of a math problem in a sense, and there's only a right answer. So, so of course I would say, you know, a math background and accounting background, that sort of thing. Um, but you know, but at the end of the day, it becomes a, um, a passion for what's behind the finances. You know, maybe it's, that wasn't your, your best area, but when you got a niche for something and you got a passion for something, you can, you can build the education that you need in that particular area. So, you know, so for the, for the younger individuals, I would definitely say math. And, and it's ironic that you say that just because I had just started to onboard my own son in this particular field, who's only 14, but he started asking that he wanted to get a job. And so, um, and so I told him, I said, well, you know what? I said, I need help in my business. I said, and I'm going to start teaching you how to do taxes because by the time you are out of high school, that's going to look a whole lot better that you've been a tax preparer than you've been working, you know, wherever he wants to go work at the movie theater or whatever. Nothing wrong with that. But I told him your resume will look a whole lot better than you serving hot dogs and popcorn mm, if you right. can say, hey, I've been a tax preparer for the last four or five years by the time you get to college or whatever the case may be. And so when I approached him, it was because he loves math already and he loves history. And I said taxes are about math and memory. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things you don't have to necessarily memorize, but if you know where how where to go to get the resources, so it's really about having a good memory um, and having those troubleshooting skills. Um, as far as like a tax accounting, um, you know that is a great that is a great field in the in the in the finance world. Um, you know, but there's a there's a there's a thing you have to know what it is you really like to do. You know, do you really like the, the and we'll talk about this a little later. But do you really like the bookkeeping piece or do you like the accounting piece? A lot of people think that those are the same thing mm-hmm. when they're actually different. Okay. And so being a, you know, so bookkeeping and accounting is two, you know, two separate things. So I myself, I'm a bookkeeper and a tax preparer, but I'm not an accountant. And mm. so, um, so, so, so there's even a difference in that area. So it's really just about knowing what you love to do, um, knowing which pieces of education really sparked your interest and where your knack is for the education that you have gotten or are going to get. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I I just absolutely, you know, absolutely love it. So you can you can take many paths. You can take many That's paths right. to get to your passion. There is just not one 
marked path that that will that get is you right. there. And I love it because we're not cookie cutted. We're not cookie cut. That's right. Right. That we are right. so uniquely designed. You know, we're un- uniquely designed, and so I, I just love it because, like, well, you know, in in you know, with your programming, like we both, you know, programmers, right? And so yours took you right. and, and led you to the financial industry, you know, um, area. And and mine's I just took it and where you're dealing with personal and um, professional finances, and I'm just dealing with personal professional you know lifestyle and and building strategies to help build their businesses and you know and and things of that nature and getting structure in order in place. That's right. right. (laughs) Um, That's right. And so it it just it it and it's just two different you know life paths, but still the same principle. I love it. The same principle the same foundation and things of that nature but because we're so uniquely designed uniquely designed you know just so many different things can different paths can take us you know to the two different right. you know destinations amen um glory to god and so i thank god for that as well and you even just bringing that you know out um even you know even the more so that is just absolutely absolutely awesome um for people and so um, again, I'm just so excited. So we're gonna get ready, yeah. get ready to transition over, and and give you know give Miss Rhonda the opportunity for her to just really, really just come and just give you guys some information to help equip you in the area of bookkeeping and taxes, so that we can be you know better prepared as business owners. In addition. I do want you to remember that you can definitely, uh, if you have any questions, as she is uh, teaching and training um, on us on today, if you have any questions, remember you definitely can go ahead and get in the chat and put any questions that you may have dealing with bookkeeping or or um, taxes or anything that she may say that may spark a question to you, you can definitely put it in the chat. For those that want to call in again, you can call in at 515 515- Seven three nine one two nine seven, and that access code is two seven nine three three five, and we will bring you live into the radio, so that you may ask your question to uh, Miss Rhonda. So at this time, I am going to give the floor over to Miss Rhonda Hall, so that she can give us a training on how bookkeeping and taxes meet. I'm excited about it, Miss Hall. You now have the floor. Well, thank you so much. Okay, I um I wanted to make sure that I got out some of the most important tips um, for those with uh, existing businesses or potential businesses. Um, um, we all know that the finances are extremely important, and a lot of times when we start a business or we're small business owners and entrepreneurs, we are such doers in whatever field we are in. So if you are a um, baker, um, lawn care, whatever your business is, that is what you're really, really good at. And sometimes the finances can kind of go to the wayside or we don't, um, we don't put as much attention to building the foundation of the business finances the way we should because we're so busy getting the business up and doing the actual work of the business. And so today I really want to stress how important it is to get your financial foundation um, uh, very solid from the beginning, not in the middle, not after you've been well established and then you're having to go back 
and be retroactive to correct a lot of things, but to get those things in order up front so that your business can, your financial uh, structure can grow with your business instead of your business outgrowing your financial structure. And then, like I said, you're trying to play catch up. So, um, so one of the things I like to um, like to just stress is uh, the importance of bookkeeping and why you need bookkeeping. Um, and just to kind of refresh on what I was talking about earlier is that let me just clarify that bookkeeping and accounting are sometimes used interchangeably. So sometimes people think they're the same things, but they really mean two different things. And so bookkeeping is responsible for the recording of your daily financial transactions. That's what bookkeeping is. It's keeping your, literally your, your books straight, your little checkbook register, that sort of thing, and keeping all your expenses and income straight for on a daily basis inside of your business. Whereas accounting is responsible for um, interpreting and, and, and analyzing and reporting all the financial data that's been plugged in from a quote-unquote bookkeeper. So you may have an in-house bookkeeper. You may outsource your bookkeeping. You may do your bookkeeping yourself, but the, the data that you collect from your daily financial transactions is what an accountant would be able to really look at, and they would be able to analyze that and look at your, your profit and loss sheets and compare those with your balance sheets and that sort of thing. Now, you might find a bookkeeper who can do that a little bit and give you some insight from looking at your data, but, but definition-wise, that is what an accountant is really trained to do is to analyze those numbers um, and do that sort of thing for you in depth. Um, so, so whether you have a bookkeeper um, uh, or an accountant or whichever one you're using, because they can both do your taxes. It just depends on what they, what they do. But one of the most um, or some of the most important reasons for having um, a good bookkeeper or for you to keep uh, your books clean and accurate uh, and keeping your financials accurate is for, for a couple of reasons. And so you want to have, you want to be able to pull internal reporting. Um, when you're just spending and have money coming in from your business and you're spending whatever, you're not really tracking it in a very organized way, you're not able to pull periodic reporting the way you need to. And that includes, you know, being able to see how much you made at the end of the month, seeing what your profit is at the end of the month, being able to, to budget and strategize and forecast um, for the future, how much money you need to bring in from your business to be able to cover your overhead and then have profit left over to take care of what you need um, um, in your business or for you to feel successful and profitable in your business. So you need those, uh, those active financials for that reason. And then, too, for when you go for loans um, and credit. Um, when you go to the bank, they want to see your financial data. And if you haven't been keeping it accurately, that can put a big damper on you being able to get any sort of business credit, business loan, when your financials are completely uh, together and accurate. So one of the most things I, I want to I share some of the um, – well, first, before I do that, let me just – when I talk about um, – uh, However you handle your bookkeeping, whether you, whether you do it in-house, whether you outsource it, you just need to have an efficient, effective bookkeeping software or some sort of process 
in general. It just needs to be effective. So some small business may start out, you're just using spreadsheets and that sort of thing, but it can be very manual um, where still you don't get the sort of reports that you need or may want to see. Whereas I try to encourage um, my clients um, to make sure that they have, even when they're new clients of mine, to have a bookkeeping software. And so one of the bookkeeping softwares that I promote is QuickBooks. Um, a lot of people have tried it. They get Some people love it. Some people get discouraged by it. But it is extremely, extremely efficient, extremely useful. You can get a lot of things out of using QuickBooks. And the reason that I, I, uh, I um, promote QuickBooks is because it's the industry standard when it comes to bookkeeping software. So there are a lot of others out there. Some are free. Some cost more than others. Uh, but at the same time, you get what you pay for. Um, and so some of the functionality is not there in the ones that are free. So that is why um, I promote um, QuickBooks. So and um, so even for uh, existing businesses or small businesses or just getting started, uh, you can you can use QuickBooks on any level of your business that you are at. So let me just share a few um, what I call cardinal rules in keeping your finances straight, so that if your bookkeeping's right, it will smoothly flow right into your taxes. Um, one thing uh, regarding where, where, where they're connected, where the bookkeeping and the taxes are connected, is that if you have a great, um, you have a, a, an efficient and effective bookkeeping software or practice, you can, you can handle your finances all throughout the year. And when tax time comes, you're not overwhelmed trying to get all this data together because you have been efficiently tracking it accurately tracking it all year long. And so during tax season, tax season should just be a matter of you pulling a report out of your uh, accounting bookkeeping software and passing it over to your tax preparer. It should really be that simple, and it can be that simple. And so um, so I personally, um, I only, uh, I handle uh business taxes for LLC entities. But it's the same concept across the board. Whatever your entity is, if you're feeding those financials in throughout the year, when tax time comes, you are just passing on that gathered data that's already been gathered and added uh, together and, and passing that on to your tax preparer. You're not trying to have, you're not going into your tax repair with a, with a, with a suitcase full of receipts you're not coming in there with 12 months of, of, ta of, of bank statements, um, which I personally, um, I encourage clients who come to me that first go around like that, I say, hey, let's get you set up with some, with some uh, bookkeeping software. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to get Miss Rhonda back on in the air, amen, in a moment. But as we are waiting for her to get back in the air, what I do want to do, go ahead and give back, give the number out once again so that others, to make sure that you guys have what you need so that you can dial in, that you can dial in, that you can connect with her that you can dial in and connect with her as well and ask questions that you may have while we have her live in the studio, right? 
And we just thank God that on the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategies that we do have Ms. Hall with us sharing her expertise, sharing that in which um, that she is anointed and appointed to do. And, yes, all business owners, every Everyone that uh, uh, have a business, entrepreneurs, no matter how big or how small your empire may be, having our finances in order is very, very vital and very, very important to what it is that that we are called to do and what it is that we do. So let me share the number with you again. The number that you will dial is 515-739-1. 1297 you would dial in um one second you would dial in at 515-739-1297 the access code is 279335 you can dial in and, and, and jump in and when we get ready to have our Q&A you'll be more than welcome we'll bring you in live on the broadcast so that you can ask any questions that you may have again if you're at com or you're on our Facebook page or on Spreaker, you can put your comments there, any questions that you may have, and we'll we'll ask them live right on the air as well, okay? And so Ms. Hall is back with us, and I'm going to give her back, um, I'm going to give her back the, the floor. I'm going to pass the mic back over to her uh-huh. so that she can finish equipping us and training us, amen, in, <laughs> in, um, in where bookkeeping and taxes meet. Go ahead, Ms. Hall. Yeah. Back over to you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So um, so I just wanted to share just some cardinal rules um, that, that I call them for making sure that your finances and your bookkeeping uh, stay straight um, and so that you are able to pass, um, pass your, 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 um, your data, um, your financial data right over to your tax preparer at the end of the year versus having to do a whole bunch of gathering of data and then be stressed about it uh, during tax season. And so one of my biggest cardinal rules is do not mix your personal expenses with your business. You have to separate them. Um, If you do not have a, um, a separate account for your business, you need to get one. And you need to get in a mindset that says my personal life is my personal life and my business life or my business finances is business. And that way you are not trying to separate things out later on. If, uh, if you have not created a business entity, which is, one, which is very important, you want to, which is a whole other story, but you want to make sure that you have a legal business entity for your business. But even if you have not and you are just running off of like a sole proprietorship and it's your name and you're not able to get a checking account um, or your, or your, um, um, your bank account in a business name, if you can still just get another personal checking account and declare that it's your business for business only, that way you can still separate your personal and your business. So what comes in the account is all business income and what you use the account for is only for business expenses. So that is a very, very uh, important habit to form and a mindset to form is do not mix mix business with personal. The next one is just as important, and that is all money must pass through the account, money in, money out. And so that is the way your business income should be tracked. There is no 
I I collected payment on a service today. I've got cash, and then I need that cash. Even if you need that cash, you still need to go and pass that cash through your bank account and then make a withdrawal back out to show that you made that. If you are not reporting the income that you made and not passing it through your account as a part of your accounting services or your accounting tracking, your, your financial tracking, then you're not reporting all of the income that you're, that you're making if you're using the income that's coming in. So I always stress to, um, to pass all money through the account. All income has to go in, and then all expenses need to come out of, the, of that account or all your business accounts that are tied together. So do not use your cash. You have to treat your business like you are an employee of the business, and you don't just take money from your business. It all has to be accounted for. And then the, one of the, uh, the last most important things is to develop you a good record-keeping process. So even in addition to having um, bookkeeping software, you want to make sure that you're keeping your receipts in a orderly fashion. Stay organized with those um, you also want to get you some sort of scanner or take a picture. There's all kind of apps that you can save your receipts now because receipts fade. And so the IRS doesn't want your receipts unless you're being audited. But it's, but it's always good to have a copy of those, and you want to have your receipts as a backup to your bookkeeping and keep those nice and organized. So those are just um, those are some of the, the the cardinal rules that I like to um, that I like to, um, to to impress upon business owners that if you follow those, if you have your bookkeeping software, if you have good bookkeeping processes, um, if you if you if you keep track of your receipts, if your money's going passing through it and everything's being kept track of, and you keep your business finances separate from your personal, then when tax time comes, it really should be a breeze. It shouldn't be something that you have to stress about um, during tax season. And so um, so when it comes to, 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 to filing your taxes, you really should be able to pull reports and, like I said, pass those on to your tax preparers, and it should be just that simple. And so those are, those are, those are my, my, my tips for making your tax time easy. And so um, so one of the things, too, that I'll add is that um, if you haven't been doing this thus far, now it is, well, tomorrow will be March the 1st. It is never too late to begin. And so obviously the best time to begin is January if you haven't been doing this already. But even though it's March, you can still go back and be retro back to January so that you have a full year of good reporting and good bookkeeping for your next tax season next year. Awesome, 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 Ms. Hall. You gave us some very, very powerful tips. And before I go any further, let me just go ahead and give out the number again so we can get ready to prepare them for the Q&A. Again, for those that want to call in and you have a personal question uh, that you would like to ask as it concerns um bookkeeping and taxes, you can, and finances, you can dial in 515-739-1297, access code to 79335. Again, that's 
SS code 279335. And so, as you have heard, we've just heard the message from Ms. Rhonda Hall on how bookkeeping and taxes meet. And I'm just, you know, just absolutely excited to just hear the strategies that she released unto us to keep, to let us know, you know, um, she said some, some very powerful things that many a times entrepreneurs were so busy on building the business that we don't think, think about the financial structure and how it could hinder our growth and, and our, even even our growth and development. And then what we won't, then we'll have to find ourselves in a place where we have to come back and try to put that, um, that financial structure in order. So it's best that in the conception of of birthing forth that we start off that we have that we keep our our eye on that component and put excellent financial practices in place um we should have those financial of operating procedures <laughs> that we should do um you know each and each and every day and 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 I love it because she talked about separating you know gave us very key points on how to separate um, our personal and professional um, finances, and that they should be separate just across the board. And many a times we we include them together, and and that's another thing that caused when tax time comes that have us we have those great hindrances and things of that nature. And you know I love it. And she told us how to separate the two. Get a business account if you can't. Just get another personal account, right? And just going over some recaps of what she talked about and let every, she said, every cent. She, you know, she talked about how detailed, and we talked about the detail in, 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 in what she does and in, in what she do. She said make sure that every cent goes through your business account. Every, tra- every business transaction, those finances should definitely go through your business account and keep make sure you're keeping up your receipts. So and and do you have? Let me ask you this question, Miss um, Miss Hall. Do you have a specific um, software that that one could use with that that uh, a preference of yours that you may have? What well, one can use to keep track of those receipts um, of those receipts and keeping things organized? You know, something such as like the Need app or you know the Need or you know anything mm-hmm. of that nature. Yep, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I actually rep, um, recommend the NEAT app. Um, I use NEAT myself. So I actually have a little NEAT scanner, um, which is very compact. Um, you just pull it out when you need it. It's about as long as a ruler and maybe about as big around as your thumb and your middle finger. So it's very compact um, to where you can scan in little receipts, and then there's an app and your website that goes with it where you can store all kinds of documents in there, not just your business documents, but you can file away, you know, some even some of your other, you know, personal documents and that sort of thing that you want to do. Um, if you don't want to do it like that, you know, it's as simple as inside of even uh, QuickBooks has so so much functionality to it. It will do so many things for you. Um, and so one of the things in there is that for every um, every expense that you have, you can upload a file with it. So if you had an expense and you went to the store and you got the receipt, you could just take a picture of the receipt with your phone, and you could even upload that receipt right with the expense um, right there in QuickBooks. So it can, you can, there's, there's multiple things you can do for tracking, tracking those receipts, but that's one of the most simplest, 
you know, ways, take a picture of it or, um, um, you know, or I also just recommend having a good cloud storage. And so, you know, you can just have a file system where you are, you take a picture of your receipts, scan them in or take a picture and just save your picture files up in like a Dropbox or, or a cloud storage so that you can have them later on. Awesome, awesome. And I know she said stock cloud storage. And I said, okay, she might lost some people right there. But will you oh. think of, yeah, I know because cloud storage, that's some of, you know, that that could be considered a tech term, <laughs> a tech term, you know, for right, some, right. some people. And I'm like, oh, she just went over their head. But, you know, right. the, a cloud storage, is that that is just an online um system that you can consider to be a storage, a, a drive, something like your hard drive or your flash drive, but instead of it's something that you have tangible in your hand, it's something that is it's a storage space that is hosted on a website or a web server or web hosting service, just like she said, Dropbox yep. or Google Drive. Those are considered to yes. be cloud storage. Uh, so just, just wanted to, you know, put that out there um, for you, for yep. you guys as well. And so, uh, man, that is absolutely awesome. So I want to see if there are any callers on the line. And, again, for those that want to call in with any questions that you may have, those that are on the line and that you may have a question, um, a business question um, as it concerns finances, um, you can definitely come forth at this time. We're having Q&A is opening up. Uh, Ms. Hall is here and available. You have to take advantage of 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 the information that that she has the downpour um, while she's here and available. I'm unto you. So any callers that are on the line or for those that are listening live who are listening through one of our avenues where you can chat to us because we we are on so many different platforms, but there are only three where we can get direct, um, that you can connect with us directly while we're live. Um, and that will be the Durantree Zorn website, thespreaker.com, or on the Facebook, our Facebook um, page, um, the Kingdom Strategist Facebook page. If you put any comments there, any questions that you may have, we would definitely um, air them. I definitely ask them over the air. So if there's anybody on the line at this time, the line is open and that you can come forth and ask any question that you may have. Okay, while well, we're waiting on the listeners, again, for those that want to call in as well, you have 515-739-1297. Um, the access code is 279335. So, Ms. Hall, while we're waiting on the listeners, let me go ahead and do this as well. Q&A session has started. And so for those, once you come in and you have a question, you can just match star six, and that will put you in the queue, and then I can just bring you forward um, as well. And so, um, Ms. Hall, while I have you here, let me ask you this question. What type of services do you offer? So we can let everyone know what type of services okay. you offer. Definitely. So, of course, my uh, my main uh, two services um, uh, are tax preparation and bookkeeping for small businesses. And so, um, so the tax preparation I do individual taxes, of course, and then I do business taxes for LLCs. Um, and then the bookkeeping 
I do bookkeeping. Um, um, and then I also provide a cleanup service, which kind of goes in that, but it's for, um, it's for businesses who have tried to use QuickBooks because I am, um, I am a uh, certified QuickBooks pro advisor, which means that I'm just certified, um, in using QuickBooks and setting QuickBooks up for new clients. And so, um, and also training in it. So I will, um, I will take certain clients who need their books cleaned up where they try to use QuickBooks and they just need to bring it up to speed and then I'll train them on it. Um, and then I also do financial literacy in the area of budgeting, um, credit, and, um, and, and then, um, and then finances, um, you know, sitting, you know, household management, sitting with clients either in a group setting or one-on-one and on those different topics and taxes as well. So I teach a, uh, a small a small class on just beginner taxes, just so that people can be familiar with the tax process. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. So another question that I have: Do you uh, your services that you offer um, are they just local, nationally? What uh, in what capacity do you serve clients? Yeah, the 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 services that I have the the taxes and the bookkeeping can be done nationally. So I'm very electronic. Um, I've got a client um, uh, just received who actually lives in, in North uh, South Carolina. Um, and so I'm able to do their, their personal taxes all the way from there um, just because I am uh, very electronic and, and being able to accept paperwork um, and forms and that sort of thing electronically by email. And then bookkeeping obviously is um, um, um is a very remote task as well. And so um, so it doesn't have to necessarily be a client that's just local. I can have a um, have a clients who are actually just as far and do their books from here. So it's so both of the services that I provide are, are, are very remote. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so um your teaching, um your 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 financial literacy classes or courses uh, that you offer, um, can we be looking for those to maybe um, have, you know, come online with via webinar or um, yes. things of that nature? For sure. And those are those, those ideas are, are definitely in the making. Definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so therefore what she's just saying is uh, you'll be able to get financial literacy training globally, right? And so uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm definitely looking forward to that, that component being added um, to your business as well because you do come with a wealth of, of knowledge, a wealth of information that can help anybody anywhere that they may be, you know, around the world with what it is that he's given unto you to be an outpouring, you know, into their lives. So I am absolutely, absolutely excited, excited about that. In a moment, we're going to get ready to give the audience a way of how they can connect with you if they want further information. Again, I, I, I can't stress enough, she is here live ready to answer any bookkeeping, tax, financial question that you may have. Um, and, and all I'm saying right now, it is it is free 99. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, you know, it, it, it may be a whole other different conversation later, right? So, right. Right. <laughs> So I just I, I 
just really encourage you know, the listeners to, you know, if you have a question, any any question is a good question. Any question, you know, you the question, that a thought that you may have, maybe something that somebody else desired to ask, it, but just maybe, uh, you know, afraid to ask, even if you're on the on the phone and you don't desire to, you know, go live, that's that's okay as well because we definitely can not bring you live or you can you can go to the website and send the chat, you know, as well if you have any questions and you don't desire to come live on the air. You can go and send it through chat or for those who have my uh my personal number you can maybe send me over a text and we'll we'll address any questions that you may have. And so again, let me give out that number again and then we're gonna get ready to ask Miss Hall how can we um get in contact with her so that one may be able to utilize the service that she have. Again, the number is 515-739-1297, access code 279-335. Again, the number 515-739-1297, access code 279-335. So if you may have, if you have any questions, our Q&A is open at this time. For those that are on the line, if you want to, if you have a question that you may have, any questions that you may have, um, you can definitely hit star six and it'll put you in the queue and I'll bring you on live or I'll ask you if, <laughs> or I will ask you if, um, if you want to come on live or you can ask the question privately and I'll just, I'll, I'll just, um, and ask your question on air. So this one question that we have right here. Um, Miss Hall is this how uh, it's related to you training your son you spoke earlier that you know your son had a passion for uh, for finances and you're teaching him now on how to do taxes and things of that nature so they want to know how how do you pay how do you pay your son I'm trying to get get their course training her son how they want to know how you pay him and something deal with child payroll taxes I guess can you explain it at um amen or if you guys can resend the send it in question form <laughs> to me and then but I got how 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 you pay your son and then I got child payroll taxes so if you could just you know elaborate on that a little bit right and so um so to answer that so the 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 child um child payroll laws or child working laws are all related to obviously the age and what a child can do. Um, and so that's why you have different businesses who have different age limits as far as what a child can do. So um, so a teenager can work at a grocery store and do the, the lot the baskets outside while they can work at the <clears throat> you know at the movie theater, but then you have to be a certain age to work at you know, at a restaurant or something like that. So those those sort of laws are in place to to take care of their age. But as far as training uh, training my son, that is uh, more of an educational piece right now. Where I started from scratch to teach him um, what the taxes mean, why we have to pay taxes, what our taxes go towards, um, teaching him different things about um, federal uh, federal county city level, showing him all the, how that stuff is related, and then showing him tax forms and how the, the things on the numbers on the W-2s all match, in, all match up, making him do it on paper first, in a, on a paper form, before I showed him how to do it in electronic form, 
on the internet because I want him to understand how to do it manually before you learn how to just plug numbers up and let it do the calculation for you. You should be able to calculate it yourself with a calculator before you let, uh, you know, technology do all the thinking for you. Um, so I actually, um, so that's how I started with him is really teaching him. And then when he learns to do it, then I pay him, uh, I pay him a very, um, minimal but very acceptable wage for his age uh, because he's still in a very learning stage but i compensate him for the work that he does awesome awesome i have a, another question a, a couple of questions over here as well so does it can a child have an ein number and if so at what age can that child acquire an um, employee identification number now the ein number is for Owning a business, um, that's when you need a uh, that's when you need a EIN number. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as doing taxes, tax preparers need a PTIN number, and you have to be 18 in order to be a PTIN number. Um, but as far as having an EIN to start a business. I'm not exactly sure what the age limit of that because that's more about business setup and setting up different entities. Um, and so there may be, you know, a, 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 um, someone who um, is more specialized in setting up business entities and knowing the age limits for LLCs or S-Corps and that sort of thing for can a child own a business, but that's when they need an EIN. But as far as if, if they're kind of relating that to my son, that he would need a P10, and he cannot have one of those right now. Okay, and 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 not only that, right now he's working under you. He's not starting his own tax business. He's so, not a business owner. That's <laughs> right. right. Yeah, so right. yeah, that that's that's two other different things. Right now he's an employee. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, that's right. Right, an and employee. so and that's why for that reason he can't he can't have a a tax preparer number. Mm -hmm. So everything that anything that I do is is under me. It's under me and my business and my P10 and my EIN. It's, he's more of a, a little entry level trainee, so say. <laughs> right, right. And they have to get when he get older and grown and, and and ready to you know if decide to launch his own. Uh, or, or take over the business that's right. for his mother. <laughs> take over the business. That is right. Then yeah. he can get. Then he. That's can right. Get. That's legacy. That's <laughs> right. Legacy. Right. That's what I'm talking about. And take over the business. Then he can get. He, he can get his own. Oh, I absolutely love it. Absolutely um, phenomenal. Another question for for someone who have you know you know how who have been in business and they have been. Um who have just been accustomed, they've just been accustomed to mixing and mingling business and personal transactions transactions together. What would be how what would be your um your your solution to getting them to a place of discipline to coming to and coming to a place of separating the two? Um well, the the simplest solution I would I present to them is just to stop it. <laughs> but beyond that, because I say I am an educator, and so um, and so I have had some clients that that have had to transition from that, and so it became a point of just educating them as to the why they need to stop, 
and how um, and the process that you can do that will serve the same same thing as what you're doing now. You're just doing it in a different way. And so it's all about educating that person with the process of what they need to do. And so they may not understand the relevance of why they need to stop doing that, um, but but I would definitely explain the why so that it makes sense as to why they need to stop doing that and then share the process. And that just basically includes, for, for instance, I'll use an example of the, the LLCs. LLCs are pass-through entities. It means that all the income that you make from your business is yours. And so it, when you do your taxes, your income is tied into, that is your income. Every dollar you make from the business is your income on your taxes. It, it gets filed with your individual taxes. So when you have an LLC, the income really belongs to you. And so when you take, when you need something from the money that you make, you make solid withdrawals from your business. And those are actually called what we call owner draws out of your bookkeeping, um, your bookkeeping categories and labeling. You, anytime you withdraw money, it's just called an owner's draw. But if you need to go to the store and buy groceries, but you needed that money, it is your personal money because you made it through your business, but you don't use the business card to go swipe to get the groceries. You make a solid cash or check withdrawal, or you make a check, you make a check out to yourself personally to your personal account, or you withdraw the cash, and then you go use the money for what you need to use it for. That is pretty much how you differentiate the two. You stop using the business account for personal things. You make withdrawals for yourself. Awesome, awesome. Now, that, that, that's a good strategy. Love it. Absolutely love it. Here's another question here. Do you recommend doing financial recording daily or weekly? And that's a bookkeeping question. Do you um like as they have have yep. financial transactions, is it is it something that you recommend them doing daily that they do at the end of their day or throughout their day, or is it something that you would recommend um doing weekly? Um, it really depends on how many transactions you have that you're using daily, and what type of process you're using. So, if you were um if you're using a spread. And you and you're using spreadsheets and receipts, then I would recommend that you do it daily so that you don't get behind or you don't lose a receipt or you don't forget to track something, that sort of thing. So if so if you have a very manual process, I would definitely recommend that you do it daily. But one of the benefits of using an accounting software is that the accounting software is linked directly with your bank account. So it pulls in every transaction that you have made, whether it's income coming in or an expense going out, because mind you, in your business, you're going to use your bank account for every single dollar that goes in and goes out, whether you wrote a check or you use the debit card. So you're going. So all, every transaction you do is t- goes through the bank, and then it downloads into your accounting software like a QuickBooks. So you don't necessarily then have to go in there every single day because nothing's going to get missed. So if at the if you want to do it at the end of the week and you just want to go in there once once a week and go ahead and update all the transactions that came through and make sure your books are kept up at the end of every week so you can see what you made every week, then you can do it on a weekly basis. So it really depends on your process and it depends on how much 
traffic you have coming in and out through your account. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Wow. Uh, very great, great information, great information. And I'm and, and I know that everything Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, we have just been enlightened on how bookkeeping and taxes meet. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And we just thank you so much. Miss Rhonda Hall with OCD Financials for stopping by the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. Amen. To just enlighten us so that we can make sure that we have all of our finances in order. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You have been listening to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. I am your host, Apostle Deron Zorn, your Kingdom Strategist. If this message has empowered you, subscribe to our broadcast and visit me at www.deronshazorn.com Again, that website is www.deranshazorn.com to schedule your free 15-minute consultation so that we can see how we can help you build your empire. Connect with me on social media through Facebook and Instagram at Kingdom Strategist and on Twitter at KB Strategist. Until next week, continue to build your empire. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.